Corbin Burns, hello. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. What, what do you got over there, AJ? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just thinking about the guy that's been here since day one with me. You know, he used to have long hair. Now he cut it and, you know, he's back. So, you know. <laughs> it's it's starting to get a little longer again. It's We're getting there. <laughs> we got to go back to the full mullet that you had in this picture. I don't know if I, my hair is going to grow long enough to do that again. Be looking like Kratz soon. What? Oh, Let me whoa. see them. Let me see them power alleys. Let me see. It looks like Kaufman. Like they're getting there. Whoa. We're close. That's okay. You got you have good friends in your life? Yeah, my wife tells me it's turning gray too, so I'm I'm almost there. Oh, I love that. That's what you need. You need friends in your life. If people have bad haircuts, you need to give them a hug because they <laughs> means they don't have friends in their life. Like you need a friend to tell them to tell you whether you got a good haircut or not. And your hair's looking a little greasy, so I'm glad you're wearing a hat today. Yeah, I, I don't shower very often, so that's part of it. Bernsey, I got a question for you. The Pirates – sorry, Hannah. No, I was just going to say I noticed you're all wearing hats, so I'm not confident in anyone's hair today. I got lots of hair. Hannah. <laughs> Hannah. I mean – <laughs> Hannah. Do you think I'm not wearing a hat? <laughs> Actually, in real life, I don't wear a hat. This is this is my this is my show. This it's is my show yeah, yeah. Alter ego. It's my yeah. alter ego. Listen, if I'm not wearing a hat, I'm at a wedding or a funeral or I'm on television. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, I'm in a hat. If I go somewhere where they say you got to take your hat off, I will walk in with a hat, take my hat off. It'll my hair will look like this while I'm eating dinner, and as soon as I walk out, I put the hat right back on. <laughs> and no a hat does not make you lose your hair. That is bullshit. Yeah, no. That's it's because of the minor league. It's because of the minor league shampoo and soap that I had to put in it for all those years when you didn't have <laughs> when you didn't have real. I'll tell a minor league shampoo and soap story sometime, but not when Bernsey's on. Um, Bernsey, the Pirates just signed Martin Perez. Okay, an older guy who, twenty twenty two All Star, like a legitimate pickup for them. We were talking about how the fact that maybe the Pirates aren't in a position right now to make it to the playoffs. So one-year guy like that, who's that guy for you? Who is that guy in your career? Because we're talking about maybe somebody like Mitch Keller can watch Martin Perez like do his work and go through the ups and downs of a season and yet still be the same guy. Who is that guy for you? Because we talked about the fact that in, in a few years, Mitch Keller could be like, man, Watching Martin Perez go about his business is really what set that next level for me. Yeah, so we've we, since I've been in the big leagues, we've been fortunate to you know kind of always been a team that's be you know competitive and, and postseason bound. So really, the only guys that we've gotten kind of short you know rental term kind of deals have been in trades. Um, and I think one of the guys that you know we traded for, gosh, was it was it might have been eighteen when when Kratzy, when you were with us was was Gio Gonzalez. Um, he came over from the Nationals and came from a team that wasn't going to make the postseason, um, came to us and, and just kind of being the veteran guy showed us how to kind of go uh, you know, about his business and took us all to nice show dinners and showed us how much money he had. But um, it was kind of one of those things. It was a great guy for a lot of us young guys. A lot of us, um, you know, we didn't really have that veteran guy to, to kind of look up to. We had um, some guys that were in the rotation that were, were good, that were, you know, not super um, – you know, veteran guys that have been in the game for a long time. So uh, Gio was kind of that guy. And 
Um, you know, I, I know Woody learned a lot from him. I learned a lot from him. Um, even obviously Freddie, um, all of us at that time were kind of in the bullpen, kind of wanting to be in the rotation, getting to that point. Um, so he was kind of that guy that um, I think at 18 was was kind of the that veteran guy, that veteran presence for us. Yeah, when you used to wear glasses and you used to sweat all over them. That was disgusting. Yeah, that sounds really good then. I'm glad you don't do that anymore. But are you waiting? Are you waiting to see where Yamamoto goes to possibly have your bags packed to head to a new team? How, how is that? How is this whole process playing out for you? Obviously, you do your workouts. You get, your, you get yourself ready, and you're going to say, well, I'm a brewer until I'm not. But how is this process different from other off-seasons? Yeah, I mean, from from the outside looking in, um, knowing that I'm one year away from free agency, it's it's exciting. It's exciting to see, you know, the the process these guys go through, the teams that are in on them, the teams that are out on them. Um, it just kind of it's almost a little bit foreshadowing of, of what's going to happen next offseason with with me getting to free agency. It, but it's it's one of those times. It's it's a complete unknown. Um, you know, he's probably interviewing seven or eight different teams right now, and he still he doesn't even know. So it's kind of one of those things that. You're waiting for that one offer, that one spark um, to figure out where you're going to play. And then, like you said, then, then I'm possibly a, you know, a trickle-down effect of that, of a team wanting to trade. Um, obviously, the Brewers, we're, we're going to be competitive. Um, that's kind of just how our team is. We're counted out every year. We say we're going to be second or third, and um, at the end of the year, we're, we're, we're at the top. So, um, yeah, it, it might have an effect on me. It might not. Um, but, uh, you know, only time will tell on that one. Okay, I'm glad that, that Kratzy broke the seal on asking you about trade rumors because I'm so curious. What is it like? Do you do you check Twitter? Do you your family? Do you tell your friends and family? Like, don't tell me if you've seen any rumors. How do you deal with people who want to tell you, oh, I saw a rumor that you could get traded? I just say, you know what? I, if it happens, it happens. Um, you know, I, I, I don't look into it. Um, you know, the, the most I see is what come across comes across the MLB um, app. That's that's about all I I read into it. I've got a almost two year old child that takes up most of my time, so um, chasing him around in between getting workouts and stuff done. There's not too much time just to kind of sit on the phone and look at stuff. So the few things I see that come across MLB.com are are great, but um, you know until I until I get contacted, until I get that phone call that I'm traded, it's all just rumors. And um, you know I'm, I'm a brewer until I'm told I'm not. Corbin, over your – I think it's your right shoulder. But, yep. you know, this TV thing, just, there's this thing up there. It's this trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think it, I think it's a Cy Young Award. You have a lot of – yeah, there you go. You, you have empty blocks. Are those for the next few years of Cy Young's? Or yep. is it just yep. – that's you pre-planned when you built your house? That was smart. Yeah, just left the, the open slots just in case. You, you, you got to be prepared. Okay, I like it. I like it. So we had Rowdy Telez, your former teammate, on the other day. He is now in your division. He is now a Pittsburgh Pirate. Are you going to hit him? And when you do hit him, will you please say it was from me mm-hmm. for making up all those lies about me? And then when he tries to charge the mound, whoop his ass for me. Uh, I, 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 he'll get hit for sure. That's the when I saw the news. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the news, I texted him a a, a gif of, of a hit by pitch, and. Uh, he was like, "Oh, my, my hammy is going to hurt that day." So he's he's already preparing the excuses and pulling the shoot. So um, no, it, it it'll be different. It, it'll be it'll be different seeing him in a different uniform. I don't know how he'll look in the the black and yellow. Probably not as as good as the blue and yellow. But 
can't really say that he looked good in the blue and yellow anyway. So um, we just kind of – we'll play it out. You know, I tell him every year in spring training the last couple of years that I'm going to hit him with a cutter in the back shoulder. I got to work on, you know, the cutters up and in and um, haven't done it yet. But now that he's on another team, it's he's not a teammate, so I can just go ahead and do it. Yeah, for sure. But you don't have to hit him because Freddie said he's going to hit him. Freddie was on the other day. He said, oh, my goodness, Rowdy? He said, oh, yeah, maybe right here. Maybe right here, yeah. So Freddie will take care of it. What feels better as a pitcher? If there's truly – obviously, we're joking about Rowdy, but now you're in Rowdy's head, so he's not going to be able to do too well, so you've already eliminated that. What would feel better? If you had a guy that you were, like, seriously pissed about, what would feel better? Throwing that cutter at 98? up and in and just absolute shattering his bat and leaving his thumbs in the box or punching his ticket twice in the two at-bats that you get to face him? Uh, pu- punching the ticket on the, the backdoor cutter, for sure. Like a – like a watching? Like a – Oh, looking. Looking? Yeah. I don't know. Really? I think that. Oh, dude. Broken the, back, ground ball to the pitcher. Oh. You get, you pick it up, and there, Rowdy's blah, blah, trying to go yeah. to first. He's like, ah, my hand. I broke my yeah. finger again. And you're running over there, and you're like, ha, you dumbass. And you just flip it, and you wait as long as possible. And you're talking shit as you're going down the line. Dude, that's a win for me. Trust me, that's that's a great second. But what you know, what gets you paid is the punchies. You need the punchies. Okay. Okay. Well, that leads me to my next question then. All right. So Glass now just got traded. We've talked a lot about your your get you getting traded. He signed an extension, like the trade had to go to to for it to go through. He had to sign the extension. Do you do that in the sense of, okay, Team X calls the Orioles call and they're like, hey, we want to sign you to extension. The only way this trade goes through is if Corbin agrees to an extension. Have you thought about that? Has, is that something that your agent and you have talked about? And what do you know what that process is? Because it seems like it's a quick turnaround. Yeah, I, I, that, that's I was I was kind of surprised when you, you you obviously you first heard the rumors of the glass not trade, then how quickly an extension came came together. And usually you hear about extension talks being three four months long, you know, a year long before they they eventually come together. So that's um, yeah, I, I was surprised that it came together that quick. Um, but you know, obviously he's from LA. He was, he wanted to play for the Dodgers. So they, you know, they gave him an offer he couldn't turn down. Um, but you know, being in my shoes, being a year away from it, um, you know, I think if, if, if a trade and extension type of deal came up, um, you know, obviously every guy that gets this close to free agency wants to test the market to, to kind of see what your true dollar amount is, kind of see what teams really are in on you. So, um, it would have to be something that would just absolutely, I think, blow you away to, kind of get you away from testing the free agent market, you know, being able to choose where you want to go. Um, Cause I think that's kind of the, the one thing that every, every player in their career wants to get to once you get that six years of service time, which for a lot of guys takes seven, eight, sometimes nine years to get to um, you kind of get that chance to test the market and kind of see, you know, see the way your top dollar is. Who do you feel like you compare to in the free agent market? Because next year it would be, if you don't sign an extension type of thing, it would be you and Zach Wheeler would be the top of that market. And this year, you have two-time Cy Young Award winner, Blake Snell. He's going to sign. Jordan Montgomery, no-time Cy Young Award winner. Glass Snell just did what he did, no-time Cy Young Award winner. And Aaron Nola, 
So do you look at their figures and say, eh, I can do more than that? Or are you sitting there going, okay, Zach Wheeler, I see what you've done, but I got this thing right over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're always comparing yourself to guys that are out there. Um, obviously, the, the biggest pitcher deal that we've seen so far is Garrett Cole a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, he's a guy that's obviously been at the been at the top of the game and done well for so long. And um, the guys you rattled off this year have all been have, have been great arms that have done well. But um, I think if you're anyone sitting – um, you know, in my shoes or, you know, the shoes of those guys that are getting ready to get signed, you're trying to get the top dollar. You're trying to convince every team that you're the best pitcher that's out there. And that's getting, it's going to be nothing different when I get to free agency next year, I'm going to go out there and, um, you know, do my thing this year and try to convince a team next year that I'm worth top dollar. And, um, hopefully there's a couple teams that are bidding and, and, you know, can get that dollar figure up, but, um, you never know what can happen until it's your time to, to, uh, get to free agency and see what teams are going to go crazy because you have some teams that are going to like you more than others and willing to pay a little bit more than some teams that aren't. So, um, but definitely I'm, I'm going to go out there and, and do what I can to be the best pitcher that's out there and be the, be paid likewise. And a lot of it's going to come down to how much that offer is. Of course, that's what you want to get to free agency, see what the biggest number you can get is. But we started the show today talking about like, the Yamamoto experience is getting dinner at Steve Cohen's house. He's having all these meetings. He doesn't know anything about these teams because he's coming over from Japan. And so he's learning about the teams. When you're a free agent, other than the money, what do you want to see in these pitches? Like, what do you want to hear from teams? What would, what would sell you on a new team? Yeah, I think, I think, you know, first and foremost, it's, it's winning. You know, you, you want to know that um, the team has, desires to win and they want to win throughout the entirety of your contract. No one wants to sign somewhere and then go into a rebuild and, and be the team that's, you know, fighting to win a hundred games. You know, that's, that's, that's not fun for anyone. So, um, you know, showing the willingness to, to win every year, um, I think is probably something that just about every free agent strives for. Um, if, if you're at that level and, um, I, I think there's no different for, for me there. And it's, you know, the, the, the competitiveness, I think, is something that you can't beat. So if a team is willing to go out and sign the top guys and keep doing it year after year and showing that they're going to win um, and have the desire to win, I think that's the, the spot that anyone wants to be. Nothing weird, though. You're not like East Coast, West Coast, Florida spring training, Arizona. Like, what are – you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be – what do you – city, middle of the country? What do yeah. you, Where do you want to be? Not really. Um, I think that's kind of, you know, I think I'm in a unique perspective, I think, than, than most guys that are, um, you know, grew up in an area, want to play in an area. Um, you know, for me, me and my wife have talked about it. We're going to go somewhere where we think it's the best fit and um, it's going to win and obviously has to, has to pay has to pay for it. But, um, yeah, we're, we're not going to hold ourselves to any geographical reason um, just because of we grew up in a certain area or, you know, we both grew up in California. We live in Arizona. We play in Milwaukee. So, um, that there's, there's no geographical ties for us at all. All right. So don't care where you play. You saw the whole Shohei thing, right? About how much money he's deferred. Is this like, for me, this is not something that was ever, they're not deferring minor league contracts. So this is, this is more your realm and this is what you like the area you're living into. Is that something that you would think about doing so that your team could be better and you would keep winning? Because that's what you said. You know, obviously the money, you want the money and you want to win. You, nobody wants to sign an eight year contract and lose. 
So is that something that you are willing to, to do to get a better team on the field? Yeah, I, I, I would say yes. You know, there's definitely ways to get creative with with contracts. I think we see it you know, every year. There's, um, you know, deferrals, signing bonuses, whatever it may be. Um, I, I definitely think there's ways to get creative um, with the team that really wants you and they show the desire to want you and desire to win. Um, and I think that if that's a place that you ultimately want to play, I think there are ways to to get creative with the contract like Shohei did. And obviously we've never seen that much deferral before. Um, but you see deferrals and contracts, you know, all the time. So I think definitely think that that is a way um, to get creative, to show that you want to be there and show that you want to, um, you know, keep winning year in and year out. Corbin, I know you've been with the Brewers your whole career. Yep. Would you expect them to come to you before something happens? Would you like, you know, whether it's Antanasio, whether it's Murph, whether it's Matt Arnold, somebody to say, Hey man, we're deep in talks or would you rather have it be a surprise and you look up one day and you're sitting at home, you're, you know, you're dealing with your two-year-old and all of a sudden across the screen, it says Corbin Burns has been traded to the Yama Murray giants. You're a Murray giants in Tokyo. <laughs> that, that'd be a fun time. My wife was always like, Hey, let's go to, let's go to Tokyo. Let's go. Let's go, let's go play in Japan. Oh, okay. Um, no. So I, I mean, I, I think I would get a text of some sort um, just, just based off the conversations I've had with um, our front office in, in years past with kind of some of those things. So um, I do think I would get some sort of test me- text message prior to it um, of, hey, deep in talks, hey, this is kind of what's going down just so you're not surprised. Um, you know, I think there are some trades that go down at the trade deadline, that kind of stuff where guys are surprised. Um, but from some of the some of the guys that I've talked to that have been traded in the past, they've had you know a couple hours notice of, hey, this is getting ready to go down. So I, I would imagine I would probably – get that sort of notice. And I would hope that I would get that sort of notice um, just so you're not surprised um, from a, a text from, from my mom. Hey, it looks like you just got traded. You're like, Oh, I didn't know that you broke the news now. So I, I definitely think that that would happen. Has it ever gotten to that point? Have you ever gotten, cause at the trade deadline, remember we talked about it on here, Matt Arnold sat down with you at the lunch table and was like, Hey, we're not trading you. Have they ever contacted you this off season or previous, you know, last off season and said, uh, there's a little bit of talks, but just relax. Or has that not ever happened? I've, I've never had that. No, I've, I've never gotten the text of, hey, you know, we're, we're floating you out there. We're possibly going to trade you. Um, basically, the only conversations I've had are, like you said, like I've sat down and said, hey, we're not trading you this year. This, we're not, that's not going to happen. We're competing. Um, we're going after it. So, um, yeah, I've, I've yet to receive those texts that, you know, they've engaged and are close to trading me. Um, but definitely have, have had the conversation of, of you're not going anywhere. Corbin, you are arbitration eligible this time for the last time. We know how last time went. Are you going to go at the Brewers and say, listen, bitches, we made the playoffs because of the way I pitched this year, so pay me more. Unlike um, last year where they said you didn't make it because you had like two bad starts. So this year I'd be like, hey, listen, guys, I pitched really well, and we made the playoffs, so pay up. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to have to get that far this year. Um, <laughs> My my prediction is that we, we you know we 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 get to a point where we don't have to do that. Um, I don't think anyone either side wants to wants to do that again. Obviously, with with what happened, so um, I, I would predict that we we will probably get something done before that. But we are prepared um, to, to to go to a case if if need be. All right, kind of the same question I just asked. Have they told you that you're <laughs> safe this winter? 
have they come, because they told you at the lunch table, Matt Arnold told you, have they told you you're safe this winter? I have not gotten the text saying that I'm not being traded this winter. Um, just basically what's been told in the media um, is, is kind of what, um, at, you know, I think it was the winter meetings when, when they said that, um, you know, they think I'll be the opening day starter come 2024 for the Brewers, but I haven't received the text. No, that um, I'm not going anywhere. When do you get this arm? When do you get that arm cranking? All right. I mean, we're at December 19th now. When does that thing, when does that thing start uh, loosening up? She's cranked. She's, she's full go. Off the mound? Oh yeah. Always. So you stay off the mound. You're, there's not like a down period for you. So the first three days I played catch, I didn't get off the mound, but I got the, I got the turf mound in the backyard. I play catch out to about 150 feet out back and then finish on the mound. And who's, and who's playing catch against you? Because I say against you because when you throw <laughs> – yeah, you, you remember I used to – in 19, I remember spring training, like you were coming out, glasses were all fogged up, and you don't play catch with Corbin Burns. You play catch against Corbin Burns, mm-hmm. and he is – Full go. So who's out there catching them, Johns? No one. The net. I I I, I try not to kill anyone in the offseason. So I got the net. All net. I, I, I I've got the stand-in hitter. He he does get beat up from time to time. I've got I've got Rowdy's picture taped to it right now. So I'm working on working on the cutters cutters in. Um. So that's that. But the 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 stand-in hitter does get beat up quite a bit. But yeah, just just the net. Really? You you throw, I can't two year old to catch. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe you don't have somebody catching you. You can't find like a someone, a high school guy, or a somebody I, to come over. I probably could, but it's 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 five days a week that you know I have someone coming over the house, so and you'd have to give them money, you know, and you don't have enough money, so I don't I don't, I don't have that kind of kind of dough yet. So and it's uh. and it's off your schedule too. Like you can go straight out to the turf mound. I I would agree with Corbin. I would throw into a I would throw into like the curtain that divided a. That divided a gym, but I had somebody pick it off the ground and throw it back to me. But oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm walking down there with the bucket. I got about 35, 40 balls in the bucket. Throw them all, go down, pick them up, walk back. It's Damn. awesome. It's Dude, a good an time. arbitrate in your free agent contract. Yeah. You got to ask for a catcher in the offseason. I was going to say. I mean, geez. <laughs> We like were talking about things you could ask for in free agency, and I think yeah. come to your house maybe in the offseason. <laughs> but it, it's nice that you're not having to wait on someone to to get to the house if they're 15 minutes late. So I can go out there and I can work out, go straight from my workout to, to throwing and knock out my cardio after, and then I'm I'm done in two and a half, three hours, and that's it for the day. And then it's chasing around the little guy. That's how the yeah. brewers save money. Yeah. They gave him a net instead of a catcher. No, no, that, that's my net. I, I I paid for the net. That's oh, all. Oh, that's mine. your net. Okay, okay, we got dude. dude get your wife. Have you ever seen Bull Durham? Get your wife out there, put her in the gear, and say, "Let's go." <laughs> she so the, in previous years she has picked up the balls in the bucket for me. That was that was nice. But now she's got a. She has to keep my son from running across the net while I'm throwing because he likes to try to stand in and and hit it as well. But I I, I don't want to hit him yet. Maybe in a couple years. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in a couple of years you can stand in. Okay. Well, I we you know I we've got some things for you to consider. We've got a whole year until free agency. You can start making a list. You know, like only green M and M's, and then catcher for the off season and figure out where you want to like rank these things. Green M and M's. I don't just was like picking like what is it people have on their riders? They have like weird requests. That's like a famous thing that the musicians do. I don't know. All right. Thank you so much, Corbin. (laughs) We're going to let you go.